This is the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the life that others only dream of. On last week's show, we talked with Irina Baker, where she discussed the need to balance masculine and feminine energy in your business. And Kimberly Pickett talked with us about the importance of setting goals, both for business and personal life. In our Business Builder segment, we talked about the value of writing your own book. So if you missed any of those, be sure to check them out. So Michael, what do we have planned for today's show? Well, first up, Janelle, in our Trends and Insights segment, You'll be talking with Dina Patton about the increasing use of third-party online portals. Next, in today's success interview, we'll talk with sales maven Nikki Rausch about how she's created a growing sales coaching business. You know, Nikki, as we both know, knows so much about sales, and I'm so excited to share her information and what she has to just teach our listeners. It's really a powerful segment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, both Dina and Nikki will be fantastic interviews, I'm sure. And in our Business Builder segment, we'll finish up the show by talking about what a radio show can do to help you build your brand. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper and let's get started. First up, it's Trends and Insights, your insider's look at industry trends being leveraged by today's most powerful coaches, speakers, and authors. Today, we're talking with award-winning entrepreneur, author, and coach, Dina Patton. Dina is also the co-founder of Girls Rule Foundation. Welcome, Dina. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited for our conversation today, and I'd love to ask our guests to start by sharing what current trend are you seeing that's impacting coaches, speakers, and authors like yourself? Well, I've been in this industry for about 14 years, and what's really exciting is the word leverage. I love that people are getting more leverage through using online courses because as we know, we can only touch, you know, when we're working one-on-one, we only can touch one person at a time, you know, or maybe you're doing a small group uh, and, and you're impacting eight to ten people. But the trend with online courses when you're putting together your curriculum into an online course, now you can reach hundreds or thousands or millions with that course. So that's the trend that I think is really exciting. So how did you learn more about that option? Because 
you know, people always say you need to develop courses, but it's often difficult for people to know where to even start. I agree. I think that um, when you're, you know, when you're in the mix of your own business and you're you're trying to get more clients and you're trying to get out there and you're trying to build your business, sometimes you can't. Uh, or you're not aware of the trends or new technology or how to utilize new technology um, and new ways to package what you are already doing. And I think that awareness comes, you know, it might be through a friend. It might be seeing someone else do it, say on Facebook, they're advertising it, or you're in an association or a group where they are up on the trends. Uh, for me, I started seeing friends do it, um, I, I, like all of those, right? I, my friends started doing it. I started to see people on Facebook and their ads for it. And um, it's, a great, you know, it's a great way to package your knowledge and package what I'm already doing, what we're all already doing, and um, putting it on, uh, uh, on either CD or online, just on your website, people can download. And I think that was the old trend is making a CD. You mm-hmm. know, back if I rewound 10, 15, 20 years, you would go to a conference and they all would have a CD series that you would buy mm-hmm. and then you would take their course. And I think that's just evolved into you don't have to physically have those CDs anymore. It can be a downloadable product right off your website. So super exciting. Well, and there's also third-party portals out there where you can really plug and play your content once it's developed where they've got platforms and then you're paid every time someone takes your course. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I love lynda.com. It's L-Y-N-D-A.com or popexpert.com. I think these portals are getting more and more play, and um, they're kind of like if you're a songwriter and you wrote a song, and you obviously need the radio station to play your song and to gain popularity, and, and these portals are kind of like the radio station, and they're playing your song, which is your program, and so um, those that's what I'm doing this year out of 14 years of coaching, um, I've done all live co- courses and workshops and retreats, and this is my year to create uh, and package those, those uh, programs that I have. So I'm going to be on these, you know, exactly what we're, we're talking about. That's what I'm doing this year is packaging mine so it will be an online uh, course, and I'm going to be definitely utilizing the portals. Well, it really simplifies the process. And I know as a coach, you know, you're really good at being able to coach people through when is the right time for them to look at that option. Because I know as an entrepreneur, we, you know, tend to get that shiny object syndrome where we're going in a million directions, but we're not really focusing and making progress. So what would you tell an entrepreneur to that needs to be in place so that they know they're ready to take that action? Well, I think that, you know, there's a, there's a 
there is a trend on the negative side of just create a product, just whatever, just create a product. And that kind of product doesn't sell. You've got to be, A, you've got to be ready. And you've got to have a unique system or program or curriculum to package. You know, we all have wisdom and great knowledge in our head, but we've got to be able to put that in to a capture system, into an online program or a CD or whatever, a book, um, and have that captured. And a lot of people are just hopping on the trend and just throwing something together, and then they wonder why it's not selling. Mm-hmm. So there's two things that really need to be uh, um, clear. <laughs> the need, you have to know that your target market needs that program. I can't tell you how many people are just throwing together their next program and not evaluating if their target market needs it. So, and do they know they need it? That is such an important question. If you lined up 20 of your target market and you said, do you need, and you fill in the blank. So for my, like for mine, it would be uh, coaching and training around marketing and sales. Do you need that? And some people know they need that, and some people don't know that they need that. So that's really that clarity, if, if I would say that, that they, you've got to know that your target market needs what you're about to put a lot of time and money in. Mm-hmm. And then, two, you've got to have some kind of system or structure or plan or steps or program to capture. You can't just throw together loose knowledge. It has to be steps for people to um, follow. And so those are the two really thing, uh, big things that I, when I'm coaching someone, that they have to know before they start creating a, a program. Because I don't want you to create a program that uh, won't sell. You know, mm-hmm. that defeats the purpose and that doesn't make an impact. We're all in this to make a difference and make an impact. And uh, if it doesn't sell, it's not making an imp- impact. No, absolutely. And I think having a program, you touched on it, that really get results is very important because so often we give people so much information in a program and it's all great information, but we don't deliver it in a way where they can actually take it and translate it into results. Because if you give them too much information at one time, then we tend to get paralyzed and we don't take action because we get into overwhelm, whereas successful courses give people information and then they take action, they do some sort of exercise, they go through, it's a process so they can actually implement what they're doing. And I think that's one of the missing pieces today. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that capture piece. It has to, it can't just be loose information. You're right. It just, it's got to be, you're stepping through, you're stepping your customer through a process, whether that's weight loss or marketing. I I coach a lot of people on marketing and sales, and I've done it for years. But for me, once I started uh, teaching classes and started uh, putting together my program for an online course, I had to break it down to steps and and into steps. And so it's a seven-step process. And it made it 
so much easier for people to understand. They go through the branding process, the purpose process, the target market process, the landing language process, then the marketing distribution process, then the sales process. Mm -hmm. And it's a step-by-step, and that is what's needed when you're creating a, a, a program for people who aren't going to be with you while they learn it. And that's the key that you, we have to remember when we're creating programs. These people are going to be listening to your CD or reading your book or taking an online course. You're not there mm-hmm. right, to hand, hold them through it. So it has to be so clear and one step at a time. That's how people learn. Absolutely. And because you started out coaching and started out doing that one-on-one, you got really clear on what needed to happen, what needed to happen next, and each of the steps in the process. I think today, a lot of people are looking for that quick solution, and they're not going through the process. They're not getting aware of what they need to do, and even the steps that they can really systematize. Mm-hmm. Yep. It does take a little bit, you know, um, whether it's an external coach or it's someone maybe in your own friends or family's network that is good at curriculum and steps because mm-hmm. that's the key is breaking it down, breaking your process down into steps. I think that's that was my key. Once I did that, I took what I've been coaching all these years and I just created seven steps then I could package it into a class and then now into a program. Um, and it's systematized and it's steps and it's easy to follow. And something else just to, to mention is, is working in priority order. You know, whether that's in your day-to-day business or when you're creating products, taking your business to the next level, you've got to know your priority because we mm-hmm. can get so busy in priority order. Because you're running your business, you know, when we're talking about creating products, you're still running your business. You're over here trying to make revenue and doing your marketing mm-hmm. and fulfilling your clients. And at the same time, you're writing your book or you're creating a product. And you have to carve out those, that time right, to do that. And you've got to know in priority order, what, what do I work on first? And, and what are my steps in creating this process? And um, that's really important to know because otherwise you won't ever get your program done. <laughs> No, absolutely. So how can our listeners get in touch with you and learn more about you and what you have to offer? Uh, my website is the best place. You can. There's a lot of great free articles uh, in my blog. It's dinapatton.com. Uh, there's blog articles. Do some of your own reading and, and empowerment and education in that. And then uh, if you, there's a free download at Amazing Greatness. Dot com. Uh, there's a free download, actually, because I'm so big and pri- working in priority order. There's some really free, great free templates in there that you can download. So AmazingGreatness.com for those free downloads. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Dina. You're welcome. Thank you, and thank you for getting this information out and helping more entrepreneurs. You're welcome. We need to take a real quick break, but stay tuned. When we return, it's our success interview. You don't want to miss it. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. 
Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. Imagine the feeling of being seen as the go-to expert in your field and having that at no extra cost for marketing, plus having more time for your family, friends, vacations, and hobbies. You don't have to imagine anymore. Hi, I'm Kristen Baker, sales, money, and success coach, and I want to share my proven formula that I use to close over $100 million in sales. Go to KristenBakerCoach.com, that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N, BakerCoach.com, and access my free checklist called Turn 100 Leads into $20,000. Find out in less than five minutes if you've been sitting on a gold mine of ideal clients. Stop wasting time and money on sales and marketing methods that don't work. Start by going to KristenBakerCoach.com, download my checklist, and let's get started today. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. Today's success interview is with Nikki Rausch, founder of Sales Maven. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited for you to share with our listeners about about your business, about what you do. I know Michael and I have learned so much from you, and there isn't a week that doesn't go by that we talk about how we use what we learn in our business and how it's really helped our success. So I'm really excited. Thank you. Start our conversation by having you share with our listeners a little bit about your business. And I'd love to also have you share how you started it and how it's evolved over time. Okay. Well, my business is Sales Maven, and I am a speaker and author and a sales coach. And I specifically focus on the relationship side of sales. And I started my business in the fall of 2013. And honestly, it started because I was uh, networking a lot and I was helping to grow somebody else's business at the time. And I was meeting all these really amazing entrepreneurs. And the thing about entrepreneurs, I come from the corporate back- background of my 17 years in tech sales and And the thing about spending all this time with entrepreneurs is they have something that's very unique that I don't find a lot in the corporate world. They are filled with passion. And I started getting really excited of spending all this time with all these people that were so passionate. It was so exciting. I always say, like, I just wanted to rub up against them and hope that it would rub off on me. (laughs) And... And when I was meeting these people and I was getting to know these different people in networking groups, 
there was a few in particular who were struggling. And the places that they were struggling were is they weren't making any money in their business. And you know, if you don't make money in your business, you have a hobby, you mm-hmm. don't have a business. And they were getting a lot of pressure from family members and people saying, you know, why don't you go get a real job? And, you know, all of the stuff that happens, people, the people who love you in your life and the way that they sometimes support you. Mm-hmm. So um, there was one person in particular, and I noticed that there were a little, there were tiny little things that I started suggesting to her just to help her out because the, the place where she was struggling was with the sales piece. And so as I started to help her out with that, I found that I could help other women too. And there was one in particular who was taking my tips that I was giving her and she was just, her sales were skyrocketing. And her company actually called her and said, what's, what's happened? What's changed? And she said, oh, I'm working with a sales coach. Now, I was not a sales coach at the time. I didn't even have my business. And so they got interested in knowing more about me, and she arranged for a meeting. They ended up asking me to come and speak at their national sales conference to their sales team. It was a direct sales company at the time. And, um, <laughs> and so my business was born really as a result of somebody just saying, like, Nikki's my sales coach. And I was like, really? People would pay me for that? So here I am you know, almost three years in, and it turns out people will pay me for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. And I think it's really important that, because you, what you share is you had your corporate job, you were doing that, but you saw a need, so you just started helping someone. And I think that's how a lot of businesses start. We don't always say, this is what I'm going to sell or this is what I'm going to offer, but it's really listening to the conversations around you. And sometimes I think people don't do that enough. They think they have the answers or they know what it's supposed to be versus um, at the E-Women Network conference that we just had the beginning of August, I had a number of people were saying, I've used this time for market research to really listen to what people are asking for and what they need. And it's, that's so valuable. Absolutely. I also want to just maybe um, piggyback on that and say that I think if you come from this place of really wanting to be of service, to to somebody else. So it's not even from the, I mean, I'm not saying don't get paid for it, but initially when you're kind of starting out, when you give freely of your expertise and when you really, and people get, they see what, what, possible for them and how powerful it is, then then you start to hone, like, okay, I can see where this is something that would other people would benefit from too. Okay, so here's something that maybe I could charge for. Here's here's a business piece that I, I didn't even know going in. I mean, honestly, some of the things I teach today, I'm surprised. I, I'm, I was always surprised by the reaction that they got of people going like, wow, this is exactly what I needed to hear. And I was like, really? Because sometimes, you know, we're experts at what we, you know, what we've done. Most, most of us on the, that are listening, you know, you're experts and in your field. And so what seems really simple or easy to you because you've been doing it for so long, for somebody else, it's powerful and it can mm-hmm. make a huge difference. Well, you know, that's actually a great point because I think, 
we often discount our value or we think that we need to offer something more complicated. But a lot of times it's just really going back to the basics and it's really paying attention to the little things that you were doing because if everyone knew how to do them, they would be doing them and we'd all be successful. And it's really about being able to help people to offer that. Because I know you offer a number of things with you know, in your, your sales coaching. And, you know, when you hear them, it's like they're so simple, but they're not. Um, there's really a process behind it, which is what I love about what you do. It's a system, it's a process, and there's an order in which to do them. And if you do it, and the big thing is, making sure you do it. Because a lot of people say, I know, but they don't follow through. And as you Mm -hmm. know, the most successful people need to get into action. Absolutely. One of my all-time favorite quotes, I think this is from Buddha, it says, if one knows but does not do, one does not truly know. And so this is where you've got to have the structure and you have to implement. Because, you know, somebody can tell you all the answers to the test but it doesn't mean you can go out and put it into action and be successful. Mm-hmm. You, you have to, you know, like, oh, well, I'll just imagine that if I went out there and did it, I'd be super successful. It's like, no, you've got to break it down. You've got to try it. You've got to tone it. You've got to tweak it. And then you're going to get success. I like that quote. And that's, that's so true. And this is where having a coach really comes into play. And I know I've had a number of conversations with people recently and they've had coaches before and they haven't gotten the results that they wanted or they didn't, um, you know, it wasn't the right fit with a coach. And I think it's really important for people to understand what they're trying to accomplish and then really have a good conversation so that expectations are clear, so that they're getting what they think they're going to be getting and what they need. Sometimes those are different things. Yeah. You know, I, 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 when I started my business, I did hire a coach right away. And the coach that I hired and the reason I selected him was because he had expertise at something I didn't. And so I worked with him as long as I could to where I felt like I got everything from him that, you know, he was, that, I, that I needed right then in my business. And then when I felt like, okay, I feel like I've learned kind of what he's about and I've learned these techniques and I've implemented them into my business and I've seen it, and then I moved on to the next coach. So that's kind of my other thing because I always have a coach too. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you find somebody who has something that knows how to do something that you want to know how to do. And then you, you dig in. You find out how do they work. What's the structure? How can you implement that into your business and have, have success and work with them along the way? Because whether they are, you know, explicitly saying, this is my expertise, if they're doing something in their business that you want to be doing too, they know how to do it. You just got to ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you have to set yourself up for success and know what do you want to get out of it. No, that's so true. So when you're talking to someone that's interested in learning about sales and you're talking to them about what you have to offer or how they can work with you, how do you make sure that they're actually ready to do the work and that it's a right fit? I'm pretty, that's a great question. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty candid uh, with people. And so I find out 
first of all, what are their sales goals and where are they in relation to them? And what are they willing to do to meet the goals? Because when I talk to somebody and they say, well, you know, I'm taking the next three months off, those are not my people. Like I mm-hmm. want people, when we start working together, they're implementing. And they're, because otherwise, you know, again, I can talk till I'm blue in the face and give people everything I possibly know and say it out loud, but if they don't do anything with it, it's a waste of their time and money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really check to see, like, and, ha- and sometimes I'll even ask them, like, how bad do you want this? And, you know, what's, like, what's at stake here if you're not successful? And for some people, it might be like, this is my own personal, like, accomplishment. You know, I don't, I'm not doing this for the money. I've got, you know, I've got a partner who supports me financially, but I want something of my own. And Mm -hmm. it is absolutely important to me that, that this is successful. Great. Those are great people to work with. And then there's the people who are like, look, if I don't make this work, if I'm not successful and closing business, I do have to go get a different job. I have to go work for somebody. So I have no intention of doing that. I want to make this work. That's a mm-hmm. perfect person for me. Interesting. No, I think those are great things, and I love that what's at stake because it really gets to the the root of how committed are they? Are they going to have to go back and get a job? Are they going to be able to keep running their business? Um, because people do need to be committed, and they do need to get into action. Um, I think people often say, I'll do it when I have time. I'll do it when things are better. But unless you start taking action, and everybody needs sales. If you're an entrepreneur, one of the main things you do are sales, whether you think it or not. Um, It's really about moving people forward, finding people that are the right fit, and being able to serve them, but you've got to be able to have some of those tough conversations and get people to make a decision. They're in or they're out, and that's okay, but mm-hmm. you need to be able to ask those questions and have those conversations. Absolutely. I mean, the thing about the selling process is it is process. It's not usually, oh, I meet somebody and they go to my website and they pay me a bunch of money. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. It's your job to understand what their needs are, deliver a proposal or, or something that meets those needs, and then help move them into action. And like you said, I think of sales as a, it's like a staircase. Mm -hmm. And we've got to go from step to step to step because if we're just standing on the bottom step, we're never going to do business together. And now we've just become acquaintances or friends, which is fine, but that's not going to help grow your business. So how do you move people along the process? And it really is your job as the entrepreneur to, to be the guide to move them along the process. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. We need to take a real quick break. Um, but when we come back, I want to talk about how you use products to expand your business. Because one of the challenges coaches have is you can only work with so many people one-on-one. And I know you use products to introduce people to, to sales. And I want to continue that conversation. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting 
creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. Today's success interview, we've been talking with Nikki Rausch, founder of Sales Maven. And before the break, so if you missed it, you need to go back. We were talking about sales and how it's key and an integral part of your business. And I love the way that um, Nikki approaches this. We want to take this time now and we want to switch the conversation a little bit and talk about products and how you have used your knowledge, Nikki, to create products and how you do that to expand your time. Because one of the challenges people have as a coach is when you work with people one-on-one, you're limited to the people that you can reach. And I know with products, it really expands your impact and your reach. So how did you know that it was time to switch to products and how did you decide what to do first? Well, that's that's a great question. How did I know is one of the things I did when I hired that first coach. He was he was a person who explained kind of like how do you put a product in place? Because at that point I was just working with people one-on-one and um and the, you know, the, the important thing about a product is that it offers people the opportunity to, I always say, kind of dip their toe in the water <laughs> because sometimes people are like, I want to know a little bit more about this person mm-hmm. before I really dive in and work with them privately one-on-one because, again, your time is so valuable that you have to charge a premium for that private coaching. And so for people who were not ready to step up to the premium, this was a way, and so I started initially by offering, it was a 12-week class, and I found pretty early on that 12 weeks was too big of a commitment for people who didn't have experience with me. Mm-hmm. And so for people who wanted to kind of dip their toe in the water, I moved it back to a five-week commitment. And it's, you know, one hour a week for five weeks, and it's packed full of information, and we follow up, like, I, I give just enough in, in each week so that people can come back and we go, like, how did it go? What did you implement? Um, and, it's a, and it's in a group thing. So from a time standpoint, you can maximize that. And then mm-hmm. 
for those people who go through it and they're like, you know, I really like all this stuff and I'm implementing it. Some of it's working. Some of it I'm not, I'm struggling with. And I really want, you know, Nikki's private time. Well, those are VIP clients. Those are the, the clients who, who get this um, private time where I tailor absolutely everything to their business versus here's my, you know, five-week class. Somebody, I heard somebody describe it once. It's kind of like, I'm going to tell you how to do it. That's kind of what the five-week class is, is, is the how. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the private coaching is more like, I'm, I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to guide you, hold your hand, and take you step by step by step. And we're going to do the what together. Like, here's the how, here's the what to put it into place for your business. I like that. Because I think that's one of the challenges that oftentimes people have when they sign up for a course is they've got great intentions, the topic's exactly what they need, but unless you've got some sort of an accountability, and I know that groups are great for accountability, but it's not the same as having a one-on-one coach, although it does give you exposure to the coach to see if they're the right person with the right message. So it's kind of finding that balance. Yeah. Totally. And I find even, even people who come to me and say, you know, I just want to work with you privately, I bonus all of my VIPs into my five-week course because I want them to have those tips and training, and I don't want to spend our private coaching on something that I can teach them in a group setting. What I really want to do is hone everything, tailor everything to their business that's going to have the most impact. So I, I do think it's important um, – because sometimes people are like, I don't want a group program. So mm-hmm. that's fine. It's part of your package because I want you to have it. It's fine if you don't want to do it. But this is the opportunity for you to get more skills. And, you know, there are some advantages of having a group. Being a part of a group because you hear questions from other group members that you might not have thought of yourself. And then when you hear an answer, you go, oh, how can I apply that to my business? And you mm-hmm. wouldn't have thought to ask it. Therefore, you wouldn't have thought of how to apply it. So I, I see benefit for both ways. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting you say that because when we do our eWomen Network um, small group wisdom circles at the chapters, I always tell um, new managing directors when they're learning about it, and then I always tell people when they're in those, because um, we get an opportunity to share a business challenge going around the table, I say, listen to all the other challenges that are being shared because even if the challenge doesn't directly apply to you, the suggestions, the ideas, the positioning, there are some golden nuggets that you need to hear and that you can directly apply. So I think this group's worked exactly the same way. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Interesting. And I love the fact that you bonus that in so that you're not spending your time, which I know you would happily do, but it's not a great use of time to spend it repeating things that they can easily get access to. It's really focused on what actions they need to take, what they're doing, what's working, what's not working, what do you need to shift. And like you said, there's a, and there's that accountability piece when, you have a, when you're working with a coach privately, because when we get back together, I always go, okay. I'm looking at what your takeaways were from last time. Did you do these things? There's that, you know, that accountability piece I, I think is priceless because I know when my coach holds my feet to the fire too, I feel a sense of like I better get this done because I don't want to be on that call and tell her I didn't do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I want to make sure I did it. 
So, Absolutely. And, you know, it's really um, a lot of people say when it comes time to develop products that they don't know where to start or they say it's not quite ready yet. So I want to ask you, and we haven't talked about this, so I hope you don't mind um, me asking you this question. Did you have to, I know when you started with your product, did you evolve it over time or did you get it perfect the first time? (laughs) I wish, I wish I had gotten it perfect. No, I absolutely evolved it over time. And honestly, like I said, I started out teaching it as a 12-week course. And then what happened is I tailored it down to a five-week course and I pulled out some content, took away some of the more private coaching because I was doing a lot of coaching within that 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. So took out some of the coaching piece and then it's continued to evolve. Honestly, I've taught it for years now as the five-week course for over two years. I've taught it this way and um, the next time I teach it, I've already revised a manual and changed the content just a little bit because it's, it's a constant revision of, you know, the more I teach it, the more I start to see these are the pieces that really pop out for people. These are the pieces they want more of. Or, you know, I've taught this piece now a few times and it's not resonating, so I need to change it or I need to remove it completely and spend time on something else. Mm-hmm. So it, to me you know, waiting until it's perfect, I would still be waiting. <laughs> no, you're, and thank, you're, yeah, thank you for sharing that because I think it's really important for people to understand that. I know the first time we did a program, I think it took five revisions to get it right um, to where we really were, you know, thrilled with it. And people got great content and value each step of the way, but I think that you're constantly, the more you teach it, the more you find out what do they really need, what's working the best, you know, what is kind of, it's nice to know, but they really don't need it. How do you focus on those key things that are going to get people into action and make the biggest impact? Well, one of the things that I do is I ask at the end of every class that I teach, what were your biggest takeaways? And, and I give them time to write them down. Now, there's, there's a couple reasons that I do that. One is because it reinforces for them what they learned. Mm-hmm. But for me, the reason I want to hear their biggest takeaways is because it's another way for me to get feedback instantly on what were the things that really stood out. And so I hear whether it's where I'm giving a talk, whether I'm teaching a class, or even when I'm working with clients privately, the things that people go, that piece, that piece that you mentioned, like that has just completely opened my mind to something. And sometimes it's things that I say kind of off the cuff that are not in the content. And then it's an indicator to me of like, oh, this probably needs to be in the content or this needs to be a separate class. And I actually have evolved classes as a result of people going, here was my biggest takeaway. And everybody in the room is like, yes, that one. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's just something that came out of my mouth. I wasn't really, it's not even part of the content. So asking for takeaways I think is crucial. Mm -hmm. No, I absolutely agree. And so I'm going to put this teaser out for everyone who's listening. Um, My biggest takeaway from learning from Nikki was learning about buying signals. That has, there doesn't go a day go by that we didn't say there was a buying signal. Um, It's amazing how many things you miss 
when you're not aware of it. So that was really a game changer for um, Michael and I. So people can ask you about buying signals and learn more about that. Absolutely. How can our listeners connect with you and learn more about you and what you have to offer? Thank you for asking. Uh, Probably a good first place to start is the website or, or reach out to me personally, privately, that's fine too. But the website is www.yoursalesmaven.com. So it's Y-O-U-R and then sales and then maven, M-A-V-E-N.com. And there's a ton of resources up there. There's a place to contact me directly. There's tons of articles and tips and videos and you can download free trainings and all kinds of fun stuff up there. So that's a good first place. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that. And we will have a link on our Turn Knowledge to Profit radio page with a link to your website. And so people will be able to connect with you there too. So I'd like to ask you as we wrap up our time together, if you could give our listeners just one piece of advice to help them scale their business, what would that be? The one piece of advice that I would give to everybody out there is to invite people to do business with you. You might think you are, but if the words are not coming out of your mouth, for instance, saying to somebody, should we go ahead and schedule our next time to meet? You have to say it. You have to issue the invitation. That can absolutely turn your business and you'll start to see all of a sudden your schedule is filling up. People are wanting to work with you because you're asking. I love that. So thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for your time today, Nikki. Thank you for having me. We need to take another real quick break. And when we come back, it's our business builder. So stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're talking about what a radio show can do to help you build your brand. Well, as we both know, having a radio show can do so much to build your brand. And it was even way more than we even thought it would be. So why do you think, Michael, that so many coaches are turning to radio to get their message out? Well, it's becoming really, really popular, as you say. And, um, you know, last week we talked about why you should be writing a book. And a lot of the reasons are the same for radio. They really apply to both mediums. Um, Radio is just a spoken medium versus the written medium of a book. Um, Being a radio show host, like being an author, really helps you establish you as an expert. And people see um, people who have a radio show as a step above everyone else in terms of expertise and professionalism and, and dedication. 
Um, the next thing is it really helps you get your message out to a much bigger audience. Um, you know, uh, literally thousands and thousands of people can download your podcasts uh, for this radio show. Uh, we've been on the air uh, with our shows for about three years now, or this is our, I should say this is our third year now, and we're at about fifty thousand downloads. So you know, there's a huge, huge audience that you can get your message out to. And it really provides a great free option for people to learn about you and what you can do. So a book is a pretty low price option. Podcasting or internet radio is basically a free option. Um, they can listen to it anytime, anywhere, and really get a sense of what you do, how you do it, and how they might be able to take advantage of that. Well, and I think it's really powerful because it gives people an opportunity to learn about particular topics, too. I know for me, one of the things that's been really valuable for the radio show is having that weekly show. So really that consistency. And people do get to hear you week after week. So they get to know who you are. They get to know the people that you're talking to. And I love being able to bring people to our audience who they otherwise wouldn't get to know. It's really about those connections. Yeah, it absolutely is. And you know, on the other side of it, I think it's it's about helping you hone your message as well. I know that uh, I go to, I go back to those first shows we did uh, two and a half years ago, actually, as you say, first shows you did two and a half years ago. And I almost cringe, you know, at, at how difficult it was. And now it just sort of flows out. I mean, we you have your message, you know how to talk about it, you know how to talk about it in a lot of different venues and a lot of different areas. So it really, really helps you get comfortable with um, what it is you do, how you do it, and how you communicate it to others. Oh, that's so true. The comfort level and just the experience because you know that it gets you to think quickly on your feet and it really is a conversation. It's changed the way I think about interviewing and about talking to others. So how can someone become a radio show host? Well, you know, in recent years, it's really become easy to become a radio show host. Now here we're talking about internet radio. There's still obviously broadcast radio and there's satellite radio. There's a lot of different ways you can get your message out. But by far, internet radio is the most cost effective. It's it's very, very low cost of entry. And um, it really, really is, is easy to do. Almost anybody who has a, a telephone and a computer and a message can create a radio show or a podcast. Um, you know, it, it just, it doesn't take much. Um, there are so many different carriers. This show, for example, is carried on Blog Talk Radio and the EWN Radio Network, um, but there are hundreds of them out there, and um, you know they're, they're all good. So let's why don't you share with our audience because I know this is a topic that you're really um, familiar with. What does it mean by building your brand through radio? Well, you know we've talked about this over the last few weeks in terms of, of books and and your. Your message from the stage and you know your branding I mean everything should be consistent with your brand so when you do a radio show the same rules apply so uh, our company is turn knowledge to profit so our radio show is turn knowledge to profit it's very consistent in terms of brand 
Um, there are other radio shows out there on EWN Radio uh, Network that are also very consistent with their brands. If you look at the the show um, and you look at the and then you go to the person's website, you'll see the same messaging, the same topics, the same branding um, as they have on their radio show. So you know that's really really important. It's really an extension of their other marketing. Um, it's it's really a way for people to hear about you hear your name, learn what you do, learn how you do it. So it's all part of your business, it's part of your brand. Um, you know, and remember that you know, learning about you and your business, that's really the first step in, in that know, like, trust process that's so important. Well, and I know that when we first started with our radio show, we were concerned about how are we gonna know what to talk about, what topics do we talk about, and very quickly, as we started talking to people and sharing that we had a radio show, people had suggestions of and connections of people that would be great guests. It came together very quickly, and a lot of what we did was really focus on what information did we believe was valuable to our listeners to help them understand and build their business and really move to the next level. So it's easier than you think it t does take some work so don't get me wrong but there's so many different ways that you can approach it yeah there really are and you know most podcasts today uh involve interviews they're in the interview format the conversational format um, because uh, there are some folks that can just get in front of a microphone and talk for an hour week after week after week but but that is a burden for a lot of people and so um, what you can do is begin to use interviews to fill up that time. And, and that not only does it fill up that time and take sort of the burden off of you to be talking all the time, but it's really a lot better for your, your listeners and it appeals to a much wider audience. Because think about it this way, um, they may wanna find out about you, but they may tune in because the guest is interesting or they're interested in learning about the guest. Well, that gives them information about the guest, but you're there too. So now they know about you because they were there for the guest. Now they hear about you. Um, the other thing that it does is you have to think in terms of marketing. So if this is an extension of your marketing, um, how do you get a bigger market? Well, what you do is if you have guests in now, they can publicize that show because they're being interviewed. So now you go out to their entire network as well as your own entire network. So you can begin to leverage their network and uh, all the people that they know that they that might be interested in listening to them being interviewed. And so it's really, really um, uh, great to have guests. Uh, again, it, it brings a lot more value to your listeners and it really enables you to market to a much bigger audience. Well, it goes back to that collaboration we've talked about before about their audience getting to know you and your audience getting to know them. So you're sharing with each other. And that's what business is really about is finding those opportunities to have that collaboration in a way that makes sense. Again, it's really not difficult when you shift a little bit the way you're thinking about it and look for those opportunities to collaborate, to partner with people, to really have a message that you can both build upon to showcase your expertise. 
Absolutely. And, you know, and I'm just a curious learner all the time. And I know that I listen to all the interviews that we do. And I always, always learn something new in every single interview. So it really gives me a chance as an entrepreneur, and I know you as well, to actually get FaceTime, if you will, not really face, but get time one on one with experts that you would normally have to pay a lot of money to sit down and talk to. And instead, they're going to dedicate a half an hour or an hour of their time to talking with you um, when they're maybe charging uh, their clients a hundred, a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars an hour or more mm -hmm. for that exact same time. So it's really a fantastic way to learn and absorb and see different perspectives and see different issues and really understand um, what's going on out in the world. So as we wrap up our conversation, what's one tip that you would give to people who are thinking about becoming a radio host? Um, you know, I, there's so many tips, but I think the one tip I would give people is don't try to do it alone. Um, you certainly can do it alone. You can go out uh, to, a, to a place like Blog Talk Radio and you can get an account and you can put your podcast on the air. Uh, that's easy. Um, but what's difficult is that the, having the discipline to do it and having the community to help you do it. Um, if you're part of a network, um, you know, there are so many radio shows out there, so many podcasts out there. There just are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of them. So how do you get yours above the rest? How do you get people to pay attention to you as opposed to all those other ones? And, and what we found is the best way is to be part of a network. And in this case, we're part of EWN Radio Network. There are other networks out there, but, you know, EWN Radio Network, uh, their target market is our ideal client. And so it works perfectly for us. Um, you know, plus there's a community. So we get to talk with other radio show hosts. We get to learn from them. They encourage us. They're accountability partners for us. Um, there's training. There's um, tech support, there's marketing support, there, you know, there's all those things that help you really distinguish your show. Um, I think the last time I checked, EWN Radio Network was uh, combined for all their shows was over a half a million listens now, which is a huge, huge number if you know the, the internet radio world. If you get over, you know, 500 listens, a lot of shows in its entire lifetime, you're doing really well. So to be on that network where you can get 10, 20, 30, 100,000 listens uh, is pretty amazing, actually. And you, and you really just can't do it on your own. No, I agree. And I know it's been a real positive experience for us with having the radio show. And I would encourage anyone who's interested to... Well, go to our Facebook page at Turn Knowledge to Profit. You can get all of Michael's contact information there, connect with us, check out our past radio shows, and email Michael at tk2p.com. That's Michael at tk, the number 2p.com, and learn more about how you can be a radio show host or contact him if you'd like to be a guest on our show. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. 
If you have an idea for a future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.